fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. And you know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass Ooh. the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good Monday morning. We actually had a little bit of spring around here yesterday. Got out, mowed my yard, got out. Uh, boy, uh, whoever said <clears throat> hope springs eternal, well, they know what they were talking about in the spring. Uh, well, some of you may not impact. You're not. You're not here in Ohio where we have, we have, uh, we have winter and winter, and then we have winter and spring, and then we have winter and early summer, and uh, so it was a. <laughs> It was an exciting day yesterday. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks for joining us, uh, joining with us today. Got a lot of things I want to try to get out there with us today. Myra, kick us off here. Let's get let's get rolling right at the top of the top of the heap here. Myra, go ahead and yes, pray us in there. I will do that, Coach. Thank you. Good morning, Harold. Um, Luke 12, 22, 19 to 20, King James Version, and he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, The cup is the New Testament in my mm-hmm. blood, which is shed for you. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, you are welcome to coach Dave Haddle and open our hearts to you. Hebrews 8.10, King James Version, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Revelation 3.20, King James Version, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Mm. Malachi 4.14, for one King James Version. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that proud, yeah, and all that do wickedly shall be subtle. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Luke one fifteen to 16, King James Version, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God. Psalm 78, 19, James Version, the children of Ephraim be an arm and carrying bus, turn back, turn in, back the in the day of battle. battle. Amen. Romans one twenty five, King James Version, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. 
and we're reading Malachi 4, 6, King James Version, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. I release the anointed that breaks the joke of sin unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. As Myra reads that, uh, every scripture, scripture is given for what? What's the purpose of scripture? Instruction and, and righteousness. Isn't that true? And as she's reading through that list of scriptures, man, I want to preach on every, every one of them. But you know what? One of the things that really popped out to me is, as Myra was reading that, <clears throat> are you a man of your word? Are you a man of your word? Christians, are you are you are you men and women of your word? I don't. I want you. To, I, I want you. To, I want you to take that, take that deeply. I want you to think about that. Do you casually say to people, "I'll pray for your brother"? Do you casually tell people, "Yeah, I'll be there"? Do you casually tell people, uh, "Yeah, I'll, I'll join that Zoom call." Yeah. Do you casually tell? Are you a man of your word? When when you say something, do you do it? You follow through on it and do it? Or do you actually lie to them as you're speaking to them, knowing you're going to find an excuse not to do it? Remember that the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? Boy, there's nothing worse than a lying Christian. Somebody say amen. That, that, uh, there's nothing amen. worse than a amen. lying Christian. Amen. There's nothing worse than a Christian who says they will and then doesn't. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. Remember this, the Lord, the Lord put his word above his name. Because if his word is no good, his name is no good. You get that? And I pray more than anything. It's Hey, listen, it's hard, right? Life's hard. I mean, I don't mean life's hard. Living life is hard. Making commitments, following through, doing what you say you're going to do. I wonder if you just look at the, your own children. I wonder if your own children are messed up because you haven't lived what you said you were going to do. Talking about me now, talking about me. When we look at our children and understand how, uh, you know, it's a boy, I don't know what happened to Joey. Somewhere along the line, what happened to Joey? Well, just look, just look. Look in the mirror. Do you do, you do what you say you're going to do in all aspects of our lives? Listen, if you're not going to say it, don't do it. I'm sorry. If you're not going to do it, don't say it. Don't say it. Um, the word's important, man. Our word. <clears throat> Our word is important. I, I was prompted by the Lord when I came down today to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Can you throw that up for me there real quick? Who do I have? Do I have Hunter in here today, or do I have Jonathan? I didn't even look. Spencer. Hunter's on the other show. Oh, yeah, I don't want to forget that. Hey, listen. Oh, I, hang on. Hang on there, Spencer. I got you all messed up in order. This is really, uh, folks, today... On my Brideon show, which comes on 11 o'clock. Man, oh, man. Uh, pull up number one there, uh, A.J. Hurley. A.J. Hurley. Okay, now, he's going to – folks, this is the guy. I showed you the video last week of the of uh, the little aborted babies. Remember what? You remember that? made that short video? A.J. Hurley is the guy who filmed the babies. And he's going to join me today on, on the Brideon show. He probably would have come on here this morning, but uh, I'm, I'm going to put him on the Bride, our Brideon show. He's a, he was on with Mark Carrington the other day, and I just want you to play play a couple minutes and 
God, a young, young, uncompromised warrior. Folks, think what that would have been like to dig into those buckets that those aborted babies were in, pour those aborted babies out, hold them in your hands, and film them, take pictures of them. Uh, AJ says in this uh, in this interview here with Mark Kyer, Mark Kyer, Mark Harrington, sorry, Mark, with Mark Harrington, that he he almost has some PTSD as a result of it. I, I can't even imagine. So I just want you to hear a couple minutes here of, of AJ, this young guy, this young warrior's heart, and he's going to join us today at 11. Brady, I'm going to go play that real quick there, uh, Hunter. Spencer. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thanks for all your work, Mark. You're a hero. <laughs> well, you are, brother. What what you've gone through this this week, and and I want people to understand this is going to be a sober uh, program, I and mean, we're 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 dealing with life and death, uh, upfront and personal. And uh, AJ, if you would, uh, and again, I, I gave a little bit of backstory there, but you tell us what went down in Washington over the last several uh, days in a week or so. Yeah, I'll give you the, the snapshot version of it uh, due to time constraints. Uh, my wife and I were with you in, in um, yeah. New York City. New York City. And uh, all of a sudden, two friends of mine call me frantically on the phone and saying, AJ, you have to be here now. Um, my wife and I, we jumped on a train. And in mm-hmm. four and a half hours, we were in Washington, D.C., uh, and nothing could prepare us for what we were going to experience. Um, okay, 11 o'clock today, so, AJ is going to be on with me at, at, uh, at Brideon. I don't know if at Brideon if we'll be able to take phone calls uh, today or not. I haven't really pushed it real hard. I'm going to try to push it hard today. So uh, join us there. And on, on the calendar, hey, listen, we've got some things that are going on on the calendar that aren't, aren't really up on the calendar yet. Spence, if you, could throw, if you could throw that out there for us real quickly, I don't know if up kind of through a curveball there. Uh, we <clears throat> we need to begin to start filling our our uh, calendar back up. Betty's working on one. Betty, what? Just give us your date, Betty. What do you what's your what's your date? And what do you have going on? I believe it's May twenty seventh and twenty eighth Memorial Day weekend. That Friday night and Saturday. So Friday, I figure if some people want to get in, just get in early. We'll have pizza and stuff at the house and just fellowship. Saturday, we'll have. Uh, uh, Dave Paxton with birth certificates and Neil Peterson. And we're going to just enjoy the day Amen. and eat a lot of good food. Bring some food. What's, it? What's the date again, Betty? I believe it's May 27th and 28th. It's that Friday and Saturday of Memorial right. Day weekend. This way the families good. can still be with their family on Sunday and Monday. Amen. Good good move, Betty. Uh, Bobby, you got something going on? I don't even know if Bobby's in here. He's got a preparedness huddle coming up. It's up on the screen right now. I know I'm forgetting somebody else. There's somebody else's. Come on in if you yeah, got something going on. Go ahead, Bobby. What you got yeah, going on? Yeah, we got – can you hear me, Coach? Yes. Yeah, we got a preparedness huddle at the end of this month. We're going to be uh, focusing on comms, medical, and some other things. If you want to go, it's vital that uh, you – you you email me, call me, text me, or me or Brett White. Uh, it's uh, the contact information is on the event calendar, and you're going to have to look for a hotel outside the area because what we have listed there is filled up. So if you need help, just get in touch with me and let us know that you're coming. And there's a fee; you can pay for that online. All right, Bobby. That's the 29th and 30, uh, 29th, 30. Excuse me, May first. 
Chad, you got something going on. Texas SLB prepared in the saddle. What's going on down there, Chad? Yeah, well, Bobby Lee and I were running uh, kind of mirrored events here in different locations, we're branching out this year just due to travel expenses and stuff. And so we're trying to keep the cost down. So that where it's all day so on Saturday on the 30th, same kind of thing, comms, a little bit of teamwork, movement. Then we'll have our first big old, uh, field trauma first day because we figure if people are buying all these guns, somebody might get shot. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, we'll see what other thing was doing was uh, yeah we're doing comms too same kind of stuff so but uh, hey, cool. a, all the contact information's on these on uh, Bobby Lee's and mine as well and on ours not mine but ours Amen. as well. Amen. And I know Neil's working on something. Neil and Ray are working on something up in Wisconsin. Do we have a date on that at all up there, Neil or, or Ray? Yeah, we're. Uh... Working on the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of July, I believe it is. Preliminary. July 22, 23, and 24. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, try and do some uh, hydroponic plant growing, uh, communications, uh, other odds and ends that are preliminary yet, but we should get something solidified here by the end of April. Okay, let's get, let's, I'm talking to myself now. Let's get that up on the calendar so people can make make plans. Anybody else out there, anything got going on that I haven't put up, put up there yet? Well, Dave, one other thing I want to say is that uh, we, we need to push, like, especially with the new listeners and stuff, that they're checking their spam folders and stuff because we're yeah. sending out correspondence and stuff, and we're not necessarily hearing anything back. So I just want to uh, remind folks to do that, please. Yeah, and folks, if you will, if, you, if you're a new listener, new, new, new to the huddle here, just go in there and uh, register with us so we can catch your email and keep you uh, abreast of everything that's going on. Just go, Coach, join the huddle or join the newsletter. What I don't know what it says up there, but just – Register there for us if you would. Hey, by the way, uh, Doug Hagman's granddaughter, Myra, who played Maya, who we played for last week, is out of ICU and seems to be getting a little bit better. Thanks uh, for the update on that, Kevin. I forgot to mention that the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got, I got it all covered unless hey, somebody's got – yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hey, we got a honking wave here in central Pennsylvania on t- this Tuesday, tomorrow cool. night, Tuesday. Starts at 4.30, uh, 4.30, about 6.30. In at the square of Elizabethville. So, um, if you're nearby, come on in. Thanks. Come on, folks. Hey, folks, that's a good place to bring new people with you. Honking waves are pretty easy to do, and and uh, it's all it's all good. So, hey, got some uh, uh, some encouraging thing today. Except Holy Spirit stuck me, dropped me right down in, uh, this morning on Second Corinthians two verse uh, uh, verse uh, <laughs> First Corinthians. Chapter 2, and I want to read the whole chapter. Is Silver with us this morning? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, Silver, you're the man. Second Corinthians uh, 2. Second Corinthians chapter 2. I think, it, I, I don't know why, I read I read it. We'll see if the Lord, what the Lord wants us to read here. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. Wow. Hang on. That's what that's what I try to do. I don't I don't want to come to you with heaviness. I don't want to come with you with heaviness. I I want to come with an encouragement. That uh, we we're running a race to win. We're running a race to win. And it isn't amazing. Paul said the same thing. I don't want I don't want to come here and be a downer. I want, I, I don't want to do that to you. Go ahead, Joe. Or if I make you sorry, who is he then? that maketh me glad. 
but the same which is made sorry by me. That's right. <laughs> and I wrote the same unto you, lest when I came, I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice, having confidence in you all, that my joy, the joy of you all. Amen. Here we go. Scroll down there. Wake Here up, Spence. Go. Attaboy. <laughs> For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears. For out of much look, for out of much affliction, much of he he's not giving you the he's not giving you the Joel Osteen message here. First of all, he said, I'm not coming to you with a heavy heart. <laughs> I'm not here whining and moaning and groaning. But I gotta tell you something. Boy, there's a lot of affliction and anguish in my heart. Go ahead. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears. Not that ye should be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. But if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part mm-hmm. that I may not overcharge you all. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment, which yes, was inflicted of many. So that contrarywise, ye ought rather to forgive them and comfort yes. them, lest yes. perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with over, over much sorrow. Wherefore, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Folks, don't get, bur- don't get buried in sorrow. Don't get buried in grief. Go ahead, Joe. Wherefore, beseech you that ye would confirm your love toward him. For to this end also did I write that I might know the proof of you whether ye be obedient in all things. Well, prove yourself to me. Go ahead. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave I it in the person of Christ. You won't believe, Joseph. Joe, you won't believe this. I'm in first, Joe, I'm in first Corinthians. Go ahead and finish it. I'm in First Corinthians. I was waiting to get to the part I want to talk about. I'm in First Corinthians. Go ahead. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Oh, no, we're not, are we? Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and the door was opened unto me of the Lord, I had no rest in my spirit, because I found not Titus my brother, but taking my leave of them, I went from thence into Macedonia. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ, in them that are in them that are saved, and in them that perish. To the one we are the Savior of death unto death, and to the other the Savior of life under life. And who is sufficient for these things? Mm. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, Holy Spirit didn't catch me. That was not the scripture that I wanted to go to, although all scripture is given for inspiration, right? Correction, direction, all of that. So, uh, I won't, I won't, yes, I will. Go to second, go to first Corinthians two. Is that what I want? 
First Corinthians two. There we go. Hey, Joe, can you try it again? I think it's important. The Holy Spirit wants me to read it. Absolutely. First Corinthians chapter two. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Oh, Lord Jesus, give us this demonstration of the spirit and of power. Don't give us, don't give us the Joel Osteens and the sweet talkers, Lord. Give us demonstration and power. Go on, Joe. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Yes. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world. Who are the princes of this world, Joe? Oh, there, there they are again. Mm-hmm. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. Perhaps Joe, hang on. I'm going to stop again. Folks, you see this? There are princes of this world. There are it takes us back to Psalm 2, kings of this earth conspiring. Kings have children, they're princes, right? But none of the princes of this world do, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. When they crucified Jesus, they thought they were getting victory. It was the worst mistake they ever made. They don't have the wisdom of the Lord. They don't have the understanding of the Lord. Go on, Joe, verse 8. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for him that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep mm. things of God. Boy, this is deep. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the kings of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Folks, there's a spirit of the world. And the spirit of the world is infiltrating every area of Christianity. Just take a look at at our praise and worship services, how it is all uh, smoke screens and emotion it's just, it is the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, sorry, Joe, but the natural man cannot, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness un, unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That's where I wanted to go this morning. Keep on going. Let's finish it up. 15. Okay. 
Spencer. Spencer a sleeper on this thing? Wake him up. Somebody get Spencer an elbow this morning. <laughs> but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So, folks, we're 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 involved we're we're involved in a culture and a society where they've where they've thrown Christianity out. They kicked Christianity to the curb. We see it happen with increasing uh, effectiveness everywhere we look. Why would Disney be doing what they're do- doing? Why would Disney? Why, why would why would the homosexual, transgender, whatever? This is a tiny, 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 tiny amount of people. Very, very, very small. How, how could that possibly be at the top of our governmentals, our government's agenda? That tiny, 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 tiny. Because it's a spirit, friends. It's the spirit of the world. And the spirit of the world is an enmity. It is at war against the spirit of Christ. There's this eternal battle that's playing out before us. And unfortunately, the church, listen, I know this is repetitive. We get new listeners every day. The spirit of the world has infiltrated the spirit of the church to the point where the church isn't even able to judge between good and evil anymore. Even if they can judge between good and evil, they don't feel at liberty to speak against evil, to glorify good and curse evil. We have, that's what we're dealing with. Amen. That's why A.J. Hurley can go, go to those, get those little babies and show pictures of those little babies and still not one police officer, not one, con- no one has called for anyone to be held accountable for the murder of those little children. What if it had been a puppy mill? What if it had been a puppy mill? The media would have been there. Listen, I'm just trying to show you the battle is against the spirit of the world and the spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, okay? Good news. Got some good news. Go to number two real quick there, uh, Spencer, now that you're awake. Number two. Bishop-elect challenges gays in seminary. This is a, a Catholic bishop here in, in the Cincinnati, Ohio, just got elected bishop. I don't know how, I don't even know how that works. Can anybody explain to me, how do you get elected bishop? <laughs> but he, he, get, he got elected bishop. He's elected bishop. And what's he, what's he doing? He's at war against the normalization of gay, of gay subcultures in, in the seminaries. It's a fascinating article. Somebody ought to pray for this guy because uh, you, you do know that, right? Let, let, me, let me throw this out there real quick. I've always thought, even when I was a young guy, uh, Catholic, uh, what they call them, priests, not being allowed to marry never made sense to me. I mean, I, I get the idea behind it, right? They're married to the church. I, I get that idea. But the two greatest things, the two greatest desire of a human being is to eat and re- and copulate. Because why? The, the, the desire to eat is the desire to stay alive, and the desire to copulate is the, the innate desire to reproduce, to reproduce. And it never, ever made sense to me that they would require a priest not to be married. How how could you ever think that that was going to turn out good? How could anybody ever think that? 
And whether we would admit it or not, I've told, uh, you all know this, I was, I was raised Catholic, many ex-Catholics in here, many ex-Catholics. And how could it work out any way but that eventually men who didn't want to mar- marry women would be drawn into the priesthood? Why would we be surprised by that? And I just wanted to show you this, that this uh, bishop is, is admitting what's going on in the Catholic Church, and he is fighting fighting against it. Oh, I got something I want to show you. Go ahead, Reggie. Come on in. I just quickly wanted to answer you. The Pope appoints him. That tells well, you a lot. Well, he's not elected, right? So he's not a bishop elect. He's bishop pope, pope appointed. Yeah. He's Pope appointed. The ultimate, the ultimate decision is rests on uh, the Pope. Okay, cool. Well, now he snuck through. Craig, come on in. Don't hear you. No, Craig. Myra, go. As coach of Psalm 58.6, break their teeth, O God, in their <laughs> mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, O Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hey, Amen. Craig, I'm, I'm, I'm back in here real, real quick. This is where we step back from the whole thing and look at it and say, okay, how does Satan work? This is his tactics and his strategy. The rabbis were able to marry. There's no thing in God says you cannot be married. And so what they did is they put in a hurdle that was not ordained by God, knowing that men will fall because of what you're talking about. This is our natural desire. And, and so this is not scripturally based. This is the Catholic Church stepping in and making an ordination that God never put on men to do. Amen, Craig. I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. I I think the priesthood would be a lot better if they married and had children. That's what, that's what I think. Then they would have an idea what it means when they're giving you marriage counseling. They've been through it when they when they're giving you a, a counseling for how to deal with your with your unruly fourteen year old son. They've been through it, right? Uh, that, that never. I don't know how I got on this. Let me get it. Jeff. Come on, and then Liberty Mel. Coach, we're just going to check on something we heard over the weekend. They're going to bring it. One of our elementary schools in Mount Vernon, they're going to bring in the Disney protocol the last two months of the year. So we're going to go check it out this week. No, okay, they ain't going to do that anymore. Disney's going, Disney's going broke. If we do our job, Disney will go broke. Liberty Mel. Yeah, Coach. I think we're talking about, when you were asking about you know, this small number of people, I think we're dealing with parasites in the macro and parasites in the micro in our world. And I think we need to figure that out and um, think of it that way. Amen. I'm, I'm going to, uh, uh, Clayton, come on in. Clayton Bigsby, meeting host. Come on in, Clayton. Yeah, good morning, Coach. Yeah, this is, this, is what, this is what you've been talking about. This is letter of the law, not spirit of the law. That's right. See, That's right. 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 Priests being married would be absolutely fine, but they, they played a little game of semantics and said, oh, priest, you can't get married. So now you got homos in church. Wow. Wow, well, huh? Huh? Accepted in church. A whole gaggle of them, right? Spencer, go to uh, clergy from 104 Ohio congregations. How about this? Want some good news? Got some good news for you today. Got some good news. This is a movement we ought to all get behind, friends. I'm going to have one of these uh, pastors on. They're out of Mansfield, Ohio, which is just north of where of, uh, it's about an hour and a half north of, of me. Oh, you see where the H is. Uh, I live right where the bottom of the right pillar of the H is, and Mansfield is at the top of that H. You get an idea, okay? 
Clergy from 104 Ohio congregations unite against radical education agendas and join fight for school choice. Right here in Ohio. These are pastors. Scroll down through there, uh, Jonathan. I'm sorry. My, my, where's my brain today, Hunter? Clergy from 104 diverse Ohio congregations say their state public schools have sidelined parents from decision-making for their children, education, and have instead pushed radical agendas that may, many parents oppose, yada, yada, yada. Bishop Sylvester Jinn of Ontario, Ohio, is one of the clergy leaders, says the Ohio public school system in our great state has gotten out of hand with pornographic curriculum, gender-neutral bathrooms, and the grooming of students to become activists. For, these are pastors! <laughs> become activists for radical agendas of monopoly, numerously dysfunctional schools have in Ohio must end. So here's what they're calling for. This group of pastors are calling for uh, the congregations are backing Ohio Bill 290, popularly known as the Backpack Bill. The proposed legislation would create educational scholarships, $5,500 for a student in grades K through 8, and $7,500 for grades 9 through 12, and allow parents to choose where those dollars go, whether to public or private schools, possibly homeschooling curriculum, whatever parents choose, the money follows the student. Somebody say hallelujah. Now, are they going to be able to get, folks, we know this, don't we? We far outnumber, we far outnumber the, the National Education Association, American Federation of Teachers. That's the one who are, those are the ones who, folks, the destruction of public schools puts the national education system out of business. It puts the American Federation of Teachers out of business. In order for them to thrive, they have to have your child. Every clergyman in America should get behind this bill and determine that in the state of Ohio, wherever your child goes to school, the tax dollars you pay follows your child, including if you want to homeschool your own children. Does anybody say amen on that? Amen. Anybody say amen? Amen. Amen. So this is something we have to really, really figure out how we can get behind. And I just got this over the weekend, so I'm going to try to get hold of one of them this week and begin to talk about this and how we can best begin to. Now, look, here's the trap, okay? Here is the trap. And I'm sure these guys know this. When you receive government money, you have to do what the government tells you to do. So one of the restrictions in this bill will be they don't have a they can't tell you what to do with the money. They, because what they want to do is they want to get you a little Christian school and all this money's coming into their little Christian school and then they teach tell oh you're getting federal money? Well, you have to uh, teach about transgender. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. None of that stuff. By the way, the $7500 they're giving you is your tax money. It's your money, plus some federal money kicked in and everything. So, uh, Emma, come on in. What do you think of that? I would have given my eye teeth, literally, to have received money to buy my kids' books instead of paying the bills and for the books and the taxes. Amen. You paid your taxes. They gave it to teachers who taught your kids how to masturbate. Right? My kids never went to school. Yeah, they were you get, always you get, homeschooled. You get my point, though, right, Emma? Yeah, yeah, I get your point. That, that's, what, that's what's going on, right? And we see it in Disney. 
Why would they be? Why would they be so hard after the children? I wonder. John Collison, come on. Hey, brother, I appreciate that uh, that information because literally we are fighting right now in this area to keep a twenty three million dollar. Oh, I don't know how else to call it robbery. Um, they want to build a new building because they want everybody on one campus because that's uh, where they get the power. And uh, yeah, let me know what I can do. I would definitely get on board, and I'll get my pastor and get him on board. And uh, yeah, let's roll with. So, why, why, why wouldn't the, why wouldn't pastors rise up in unison? And if pastors rose up in unison, can't you see how e- how easy this could be won? Well, a lot of pastors' wives teach in school. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, man, it's, it's so deeply embedded on this. Good news. I'll keep you abreast on this, and I'm working to get uh, get a guest on there. Okay, I got to this is, – this is fascinating. Uh, number four. Go to number four. No, no, go to number three. I want to show you three and four, what we're, what we're dealing with. Uh, now, I showed you this the other day, Joe Biden talking about uh, uh, transgenders being made in the image of God. This is a different one. I think Mike Heath found this somewhere. Mike played it on his show or with uh, Dr. Paul the other day, and I just thought it was fascinating. Watch, uh, it's on about a minute and a half. But watch as Joe Biden speaks. Oh, just go ahead and play it. Visibility. I want you to know that your president again, sees man. you. Start, start from the beginning. Start from Everyone's the beginning. celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility. I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are, made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills, and we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere. Today, we're announcing even more steps, but there's always more work to do to end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color, to ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity, dignity, and to finally pass a bipartisan Equality Act to help transgender persons around the world live free from discrimination and violence. Above all, to be there with you. To parents of transgender children, affirming your child's identity is one of the most powerful things you can do to keep them safe and healthy. To any transgender American who's struggling, please know that you're not alone. To parents and children alike, please ask for help and know this. You're so brave. You belong. And we have your back. God bless you all. Be brave. Kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. You can put that in the chat. I'm sure some of you are going to want to, want to be able to see that. Come on in, Paul. By, by the way, Spencer, uh, while, while we're getting that one, get ready. Uh, 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 number four. Get number four ready. Go, go ahead, uh, Paul. No, at the end of that, Coach, he didn't mean P-R-A-Y. He meant P-R-E-Y. That's exactly Good catch, brother. They're praying, praying on the children, aren't they, right? Hey, folks, is anybody out there that has any modicum of common sense think this is not a mental disorder? Is anybody? 
Now, whether or not we want to, I believe it's demonic, of course. I believe it has to do with some type of spiritual oppression, possession, no doubt in my mind. But how can we sit around and watch the President of the United States give credence to this? This shows how far we have fallen. Uh, Kevin, come on in. Well, Coach, going back to the Ohio bill that you were talking about uh, with the uh, with the schools, I think you very made a, made a very profound point when you said, "Oh, well, you know, if you're going to take the, this government money, well, then you have to push the uh, transgender issue, you have to push the gay agenda." But you notice, as a taxpayer, you don't have that option to say, "Okay, well, fine, you know, if you're going to take my tax money, that's right, <laughs> from the government, well, then then you'll just have to um, abide by Christian values and." push and promote Christian values. Now, hey, you don't have to. You don't have to take my money. But if you're going to, then you, this is what you have to push. Don't you yeah. don't get that. No, you don't get that. We don't even have a level playing field. We won't even ask for a level playing field. Now, me, I don't want it level. I don't. I want godly morals and values taught to our children. They won't even. They won't even permit them in there. Transsexual values are being taught, right? The president of the United States is calling these people brave. Now, Listen, maybe they are brave. Maybe they are brave, but they're certainly deceived. Certainly deceived. And for the president of the United States to impress upon the rest of us that we have to accept this as normal and teach it in our... Folks, this is the lowest minuscule percentage of people. They they teach that, but don't teach 70% of Americans are Christian. They don't even talk about that. I'm going to show you why here in just a second. Paul, come on then, Dr. Paul, then Julie. Coach, those folks are uh, not brave. Those are angry folks. And I'll tell you something that I've got an attack by one several years ago. And it wasn't like I was doing anything but laughing at them. And I think that's the solution. You laugh at these morons and they freak out. That's right. That's right. That's right. We should be, hey. Should we feel sorry for them? I, I don't know. Are you allowed to feel sorry for somebody anymore? I don't, I don't know. But I know this. They're coming for your kids. You laugh if you want to. They're coming for your kids. You'll be laughing all the way to hell the way I see it. Julie. Good morning, Coach. Amen to that. Um, my oldest son, he's in the military, and he's now starting to wake up. And we were talking about the transgender. He says, oh, trust me, Mom. He says they're pushing in the military now. And I sure just pray. I pray for him every day. I mean, this is here in Ohio. I mean, you know, like you said, they're coming after your kids, and they are. We just got to, you know, act. Yep. 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 First thing they do is victimize them, and then they make you feel sorry for them. Victimize them, make you feel sorry. Liberty Melvin, Matt. Yeah, I just wanted to say, um, my son goes to a Christian school, and they're already taking money. So, um, you know, having the backpack bill, I don't think would hurt too much in the Christian schools. The only way to get away from that, it seems, is to homeschool. I think so, too. But Mel, how about if you got to keep the money to homeschool? Huh? How about that? That'd be something. I told my wife, boy, if they got they do that, I'm gonna start me a school. I'll start a school. <laughs> give me give me ten kids at seventy five hundred dollars a year. I'll hire teach we'll have something. We'll get her going, boys and girls. This is what we have to do. This is what the church is all to be actively engaged in. Actively engaged in. If the money was coming into the church to start schools, well, we'll be starting schools anyway. That's the way I see it. Matt Tice, come on then, Clay. Yeah, I would I would say, Dave, that um, the Democratic Party probably wrote up that little ditty for uh, Biden to read off and paid him one hell of a chunk of money to the Democratic Party for him to read that. 
I'll bet you $10 he didn't write it. He didn't do nothing. All he did was wrote, read it, and pocketed the money for the Democratic Party or himself. Well, of course, of course. Hey, Matt, you don't hear the Republicans griping about it, do you? No, unfortunately no, no, no. not. No, so we have to be careful. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you, Matt. We have, to get, we have to get beyond this Republican, good, Democrat, bad thing. We have to get beyond that. The, the devil's infiltrated. I'm going to show you here in just a second. Clay. These LGBTQ people, transgenders and such, in my opinion, they're either filled with evil spirits or they're mentally handicapped. Or, you know, and, and if Joe Biden <clears throat> loved them, then the Biden administration will try to get them some help and tell them that they got a problem and they, that, they, that they need a, a doctor's help. And, and get them to recognize that they got a problem. Hey, Clay, they, listen. Hey, Clay, listen. Hey, normal, coach. hey, Clay, let's don't take the bait. Let's don't take the bait. I love the little kids they're influencing more than I love them. Do you, do you guys? I love the little kids that they're leading to hell more than these deviants. And we're, we're being taught by the culture and the society that we're to love the deviants. God's love is available to the deviants, but if you can read the Bible, it says God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. What could be less convenient than cutting off your, your tailor? What could be more inconvenient than that than cutting off your breasts? Doing those things which are not convenient, and we're making it normal. God gave them over. God gave them over. And we are catering to those whom God gave over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. We cater to them. And they call us haters. They hate our children. They're trying to destroy our children. And they may have defective DNA, Coach. And, they, and, and if I had defective DNA, which I may, somebody needs you to listen to this show, you must. People need to diagnose that and help these people, not just say they're normal. Well, now, hey, Clay, how about this? Now we're, oh, I got so much. Now we're finding out that uh, they're putting putting stuff in the drinking water. Did you guys see that? Did you see it, folks? That's the latest one. Mike Adams came out with it. They're putting stuff into the city drinking water that will greatly enhance COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James, come on in then, Reggie. Can I just share a few? Just do it. Just do it. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered. Our lives are offered, and at the time of my departure is at hand. Jesus is... (laughs) We're, we're ready to depart. We're ready for the kingdom to come. It's, Amen. It, it's done. The time for offense is over. The time for repentance, 
forgiveness and unity in Christ Jesus, in spirit and in truth. Forgive. Now, I'm not going to ask forgiveness. I'm mad. Well, you shouldn't ask forgiveness for doing the right thing. No. That's for sure, right? That's for right. sure. Amen. Right. Alive, alive Ministries, come on and then, Reggie. Hey, Coach, how are you doing? This is Chris King awesome. from Maine. Hey, I, hey, want Bruce. You, I want to encourage you guys, uh, come out to your school board meetings and stuff. I'm on a school board here, and there's only about three of us that are believers, and it's always, you know, one side full of people that want masks and crazy policies and the more that we uh, have people come out, the more we push back against this, you know, the better it will be for our children, you know. Amen. 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 Day. See, we're worried about who hates us rather than who loves us, folks. We got this whole, we got this whole thing upside down. Bless you, Chris. Reggie, come on in. Coach, you know, they've restrained our voices. Um, the schools have programmed our children to remain silent on the yes. abominations of homosexuality and transgenderism. So right. even Christian children who go to school say, well, I just don't say anything. Well, yep. that's the problem. The pastors, priests, all the way down, every faction of religion institution, they've shut us up. And that is why this beast continues to thrive. And yep. we, have, yep. we have to get a voice. We're waking up, Reggie. We're waking up. Myra, come on in. Then I want to no, no more than I want to show you something. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, coach. In regard to Biden, Biden repent and come to Jesus. Romans 1 27, 29. Uh, I'm sorry, Proverbs 29 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bereft rule, the people mourn. Six Joe Biden's wicked. Joe yeah. Biden is wicked. He's wicked. Okay, so I want to show you something. Here. This I found this to be really, really fascinating. Really fascinating. Scroll down. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, bear with me. I've got to put three different videos together. I want you to see, is this, folks, are we seeing the manifestation of demons and not realize it? Scroll on down, uh, Spence. I'll tell you where. Go on down. Alex Jones talked about it. Go on down. Go on down. Ready? Okay. Stop. Stop. Okay. Now, the one there with Pierre Trudeau. One there with Pierre Trudeau. We're just going to play a couple minutes of this, but I want you to watch as Pierre Trudeau, who, by the way, is probably demon-oppressed, possessed, influenced, whatever, all leadership are. I don't want you to watch uh, her, uh, uh, him. I want you to watch the young girl to his right as he talks. Now, remember, I'm going to show you Nancy Pelosi. Remember Nancy Pelosi stood up and was doing all the. You watch the girl beside him. We'll watch just a minute of it, Spencer. Maybe you can even speed it up. Uh, I don't care what he's saying. I want you to watch her reaction behind that mask. She cannot contain herself. Go ahead. After discussing with cabinet and caucus, after consultation with premiers from all provinces and territories, after speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. I want to be very clear. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. 
This is about okay, you can stop it. She does this throughout the entire thing. The guy to right, the right, his right never even moves. Now scroll on down. They're showing, they're showing you a comparison of, of, the, of how the demon manifested in the, the exorcist. But let's go, to, let's go to Nancy Pelosi. Watch this reaction when Joe Biden is speaking. Watch what she does. Watch her hand movements. Ask if this is normal. Is this demon possession? Go ahead, play that. That's all, so that's all the longer that is. Maybe there's another version of it. But here's it. Come on down to the next. Okay, now. Listen to this. Boy, I never put this together. Kamala Harris and her cackling. Her cackling. Is this the, a manifestation of a demon? Go ahead, play that. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided I was going to start prosecuting parents for truancy. Does a normal person act like this? Diminish the mentally retarded action of this guy. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I won't call you Audrey. Bye. <laughs> so my point is... It was a debate. <laughs> it was a debate. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you get well, the picture, right? You get the picture. I was saying, okay, 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 okay. Then I went to the next one. Go down to the next one. Watch this. Watch this. Go ahead. (laughs) 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 I will be next year. You did. <laughs> I will be next year. You did. Okay, you cut that one off. Is this a, is this unbelievable, folks? Is this the manifestation of the demonic? Is it to the point where something? uncomfortable, some stimulation hits them, and they are totally incapable of controlling what they say. What do you think, Reggie? Hey, what do you think, Stephanie? What do you think? There is a hyenas of the bunch. Huh? Hey, folks, do normal people act like that? Do normal people do that? Evil. 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 Manifestation of evil right before our very eyes. Unbelievable, right? Okay, here, I want to finish up. I got time. Yeah. Number eight, if this country had balls, I'm sorry, if this country had balls, country singer, if this country had balls. Here we go. (laughs) Buddy Brown. Strange man walks in holding his gun. He kills somebody and he's on the run. Out the door and into the busy streets 
Cops chase him round town for an hour or two Go back home, he's on the evening news They tell us it's alright, we got him in custody Maybe it's me, but I'm scratching my head Wondering why that SOB ain't dead When everyone knows it's him, why should we wait? It's time we go back to hanging them high Let's light the torches in the middle of the night Somewhere along the way we've gotten way too soft We don't need a jury when we see what he's done Just feel the gallows and wait for the sun Get the vigilantes loaded up with justice for all If this country still had balls My tax money pays for nice hot meals For a killer locked up making more appeals he can get right back out and do it all again Now I ain't saying that a man can't change But you can't tell right from wrong these days Unless we send a message they won't forget So it's time we go back to hanging them high Let's light the torches in the middle of the night Somewhere along the way we've gotten way too soft don't need a jury when we see what he's done Just build the gallows and wait for the sun Get the vigilantes loaded up with justice for all If this country still had fall And I know every man can be redeemed But if he don't choose to We better still have plan B So it's time we go back To hanging them high Let's light the torches In the middle of the night Somewhere along the way We've gotten way too soft We don't need a jury When we see what he's done Just build the gallows And wait for the sun Get the vigilantes loaded up Justice for all, if this country still had balls. If this country still had balls. You can pull that one down, Spencer. I got to go. One more I got to get out. Just one more I got to get to. You go to number six. Hey, hey, Pennsylvania Brett. Hey, Bobby Lee. This one ought to make you feel really good. Praise and prick, Bobby. Praise and print. Pennsylvania pays churches to convince members to get vaccinated, Bobby. Praise and prick is what, <laughs> is what they're calling it in PA. Scroll down there just a little bit there, uh, Spencer, if you can. Yeah, they're not making it up. Many who have chosen not to get the COVID-19 shots have cited religious objections. And now Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's administration wants church leaders to bring vaccination events into their churches. What do you think about that, Dr. Paul? Sorry, I was going to wait till after the show. I was, uh, what do I think about that? I think they don't have God. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, listen. We need, a, we need a spiritual revival, and we need men and women of God to stand up and do the right thing. The deviants are running 
everything, friends. The deviants are running everything. But we are at the midst of a rude awakening leading to a great awakening. What a time to be alive. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Coach.